Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Find hidden clues and uncover a murder mystery. Solve mind-teasing mysteries of the Roaring Twenties. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love true crime, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? There's nothing I love more than getting to decorate my very own luxurious state island. The best part? You can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Black Girl Gone Afterthoughts. I, of course, am your host, Amara, and I am here with my husband and my co-host, Jason. What's going on, y'all? So, we are back this week. We did a new episode, and this episode was was a tough episode because it involved not only uh, a murdered woman who was a mother, but her son, Zayden, who was four years old is essentially missing, um, and no one really knows what exactly happened to to Zayden. Now, police have come to the conclusion that he was probably murdered alongside his mother, but Zayden's body has never been found, and so there have been questions, um, even on behalf of their family early on, whether or not Zayden may still be alive. So this was just a, a really just tough episode. It's always hard when children are involved uh, we don't do a lot of stories about children, you know, especially not this young. Um, and, you know, we've had a couple of stories where there have been mothers and their children murdered. And it's just always a tough, it's always a tough episode because as a mother, the, you know, one thing you do as a mother is protect your child. That's that's like your one goal is to always protect your child too. So to... Um, not be able to do that and to, you know, die alongside your child or to die and then have your child go missing, like in this case or um, in the case, like I spoke about in the episode um, of um, Ariana and Nicole Fitz, you know, same type of situation where Nicole was murdered and Ariana has been missing, you know. So, so yeah, so this week, um, you know, that was, you know, that was the episode and yeah, we'll talk a little bit about it, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so we want to get into this. Uh, before we get into it, we do apologize. The episode was late. Yeah, it's late. And yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't uh, lost on me. Amara posted, the episode is going to be late. And I'm like, just tell everybody you were sick. People get sick. Yeah, I just wasn't. Human, I was man. not feeling good yesterday. Like, you human. We usually record you okay. know, Wednesday night so that the episode can come out on Thursday. But... Yeah, I just I just couldn't get my life together yesterday. I just was not feeling it. So well, everybody's glad that you're okay. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine, y'all. Yeah, okay, so let's sense. let's get right into it. Let's do a recap um, of the story. Yes. Uh, from this week, we're talking about uh, Nichelle and Zayden McKnight. Go for it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, this week's episode, we um, 
told the very difficult story of the murder and the disappearance of Nichelle and Zayden McKnight. Um, Nichelle was 25 years old. Zayden was four years old at the time. And on March 25th, 2014, they disappeared. Um, Nichelle was um, retired from the Air Force. She had been in the Air Force for six years and had retired. She was in the reserves, Air Force Reserves. Um, And she had been living in Ohio after her After she completed her service, she was living with her mom and her son. She had begun dating a man named Antoine. And um, that night, she left with him. And Nichelle was never seen again. Prior to her disappearance, not even, you know, a few days prior to her disappearance, she had found out that uh, money was being stolen out of her account. Someone was using her debit cards to make purchases and to withdraw money. Um, And so, you know, that was something that she had found out. But a few days later, her and her son go missing. And then um, several weeks later, Nichelle's body is found near uh, a river, the Stillwater River, and um, she had been shot multiple times. But Zayden was never found. And so um, there was evidence that um, Nichelle had been murdered at the home of the one of the a woman that Antoine was also seeing and who was involved in the theft of um, Nichelle's money. But without finding Zayden's body, it it's left questions for his family, you know, Nichelle's mom, um, whether or not he was still alive. And so for a long time, they, you know, looked for Zayden and, and kept out hope that he was still alive, although police concluded that Zayden was likely murdered. And so... Um, Tonisha, who was the woman who was um, dating Antoine and whose home this evidence was found in, she winds winds up getting charged with the theft, and she also um, subsequently is charged with tampering with the evidence, tampering with evidence and abuse of a corpse, um, and she ends up pleading guilty. Antoine, however, um, kills himself during a police chase when they were trying to pull him over so they could question him about this disappearance. Um, So, yeah, so there was a lot of things going on in this week's story, but that's just kind of like a, you know, that's kind of our overview of all of the little parts. Yeah, it uh, definitely was a crazy um, situation. And um, uh, just to get, I'm not going to get to the comments and questions right now, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people are just wondering about... uh, the boy, the child, yeah. you know, just where he is. And yeah, that's exactly. Just, that's just... Um, yeah, that's the biggest all, question yeah, of this. it's a heartbreaking situation, man. Like I said, you know, if, if you listen to the episode, then you know that, you know, but that what the evidence was found, what evidence they found, and why the police drew that conclusion. But as um, a mother, as someone, you know, if you were listening and you have grandchildren, nieces and nephews, you can understand why the family um, has, you know, kept up this hope that he could still be alive because they didn't find his body. And we know that there are situations in which um, children are, um, you know, 
kidnapped, given to other people, trafficked, um, you know, and it, it might not be an ideal situation, but he could still be alive. Definitely could um, still be alive. You know, but yeah, so I, I know that was a lot of, it's on a lot of people's mind. And that's why um, I had to include him as part of this story because he's such a significant part of the story because he's missing and we don't ultimately know what happened. So, uh, yeah, so... Let's get into uh, right into the interesting things about this case. Um, even though uh, I guess you could say part of the case is resolved, is a lot of the case that's not resolved mm-hmm. um, after all these years. So, uh, from your point of view, uh, give me just some interesting things. Yeah, I mean, case. yeah, there's things that definitely um, have been kind of, I guess resolved in in certain situations. But the ultimate thing is that no one has been held accountable for Nichelle's murder. Um, So this story starts really, for me, with Nichelle's money being stolen because a lot of the reporting that I saw when when I was researching this case so I could write the story um, said that the money that the money that was stolen, obviously, was stolen by Antoine and Tanisha. That's something that right. we already yeah, know. Yeah, they know that. But the question, well, the reporting was saying that Tanisha, I mean, that Nichelle had found out that it was Antoine. That she knew her money was being stolen because she had gotten an alert. But that reporting, a lot of reporting was saying that Nichelle found out that it was Antoine and that she had gone to confront him that night. And that's why she disappeared. Now, to me, based on what I could tell about the situation, that didn't seem like that happened. Now, I can't say that she that she didn't know, or I can't say whether or not she knew that Antoine. I don't. I can't. From what I could find, I can't right. tell that much. But right. the possibility that she was going to confront him that night seemed a little strange. Not that she wouldn't have confronted him in the midst of maybe their night, but that that was her motivation for going there. And the reason why I think that is because of the fact that she brought her son with her. Um, and so my my thinking is, as a mother, if you're yeah. going to go confront somebody it's about some, something that you— that, yeah, that it something might jump yeah, off. Yeah, something yeah. that you know it might not be pretty. Why would you bring your son with you? Why would you bundle him up and take him with you? Yeah. So— to me, that makes me think that, yeah, I don't think that she went there to confront him. Like I said, now, whether or not she was going to confront him in the midst of, you know, their night or whatever, um, I I don't know. But it, it's, it's quite possible. But bringing your son to that situation is questionable. And that's why I don't necessarily think that she knew that it was Antoine or that she was going to confront him about it. The other thing is, why would she go and physically confront him? He's picking her up, according to the reporting, from her mom's house at 11 o'clock at night. You're alone with him. You're going to bring your son, and then you're going to confront him about stolen money. You could have confronted him on the phone. Right. You know, if if you think this man is stealing money from you, the last thing that you would I would think you would want to do is then go and spend the night with him and be in a vulnerable situation with him. So that leads me to believe that she really didn't know. She might have been suspicious. Um, she might have had a feeling that it could have been him. But I don't know. My 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 feeling is that she she didn't know. But obviously, that is 
the reason why all of this happened. Which then also begs the question that if she didn't know, then why was she killed? You know what I mean? Was it just a preventative measure? If Antoine wanted to kill Nichelle so that she wouldn't find out, you know, that that's also a possibility. Maybe she didn't know, but maybe he figured, A, it's only a matter of time before she figures out it's me and I'm going to go I'm going back to jail. You know, he's not, you know, some clean, squeaky clean guy. He's a guy who has a past yeah, he, and he, he had a history. He's been arrested before. Um, so him committing this type of crime, he, he definitely was going to go to jail. So all of this could have just been a preventative measure. And the crazy part is, is that if that is the case, then Nichelle might have been murdered and not even known why. Not even really, you know what I mean? Like she really yeah. walked into a situation where she didn't even 100% know what was going on. Um, and that just makes it even more sad because... She didn't, it wasn't this big, like, oh, I'm going to go confront this man. I'm going to go, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I know he dating this girl. I'm going to go over to the house. I'm a, she, I don't think that that was the vibe. I don't think that she knew that. From the court documents that I found, the prosecutors were able to piece together the timeline and said that Nichelle was texting Antoine about going to do laundry. Like I said in the thing, you know, like none of that aligns with someone that you think has stole your money. You're going to go do your laundry at his house. It, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. And they don't mention her being any, like they, they, they mentioned that there's all of these text messages between the two of them on the day that she goes missing between Nichelle and Antoine. But they don't mention that she says anything about her money missing or right. that the money is stolen. The only reference that they make to the money is being stolen is when she tells him, oh, someone has stolen my money. I think it might be somebody at a gas station or or whatever. Um, so the whole story, like I said, the whole story really surrounds around that incident. But there's so many questions about how much Nichelle even knew about what was going on and what was happening. And uh, like I said, yeah, that, that makes the story, it makes it even sadder because it's just like she she didn't even see this coming. She wasn't, right. you know, she thought so maybe she somebody had stolen her information at a gas station or a bus depot. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I mean— it, even uh, keeping with interesting, I'll go interesting because mm. I don't I don't usually get to say anything interesting. <laughs> but let's stay with the money. You said it was how much total that was supposed to be missing? It was uh, like thirty nine hundred. It was like so almost four thousand yeah, dollars, like thirty nine hundred dollars. And see, my thing is, even with you know his history, I mean, you tie in the fact that, you know, maybe he was messing with the other woman, mm -hmm. you know, and then the money. It's like, was there, you know, we're not going to skip around, but even questions. Was there anything else that they was, you know, maybe going through? Because somebody that's already been through, like, how much how much jail time would he have really, like I said, I'm not a lawyer, mm -hmm. or, but how much jail time would he have really done over something like that? And it couldn't have been over the fact that he was with the other little John, because, nah, you know, like... Nah, I like, think they were just thieves. Like, I mean, I think yeah, that Yeah, but four grand, though. Yeah, That's but he, nothing. Yeah, but to, if you're a, if you're a, you know, bottom-of-the-barrel type of human being, that is a lot of money to you. I mean, they were making purchases at Walmart and, you know, getting cash back. They, they weren't buying, you know, yeah, Rolex watches, you know what I mean? Like, they were... they These are... And um, 
Tanisha also had a history of doing this. She had been arrested before for this type of thing. So this was something that she did. You know what I mean? It wasn't something like, oh, we just going to do this all of a sudden. This was somebody who had a history of committing these types of crimes, had been arrested before for this. Antoine, as far as I know, I think one of his convictions, I believe, was robbery. Okay. So you have people that are bottom feeders. You know what I mean? Like, it is kind of hard to... It is. Like, you know, you're stealing people's credit cards. You're, you're, you're robbing people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not... You know, so those type of people, they don't, it, that, that's nothing. Like, and if it's easy, you know what I mean? If he thought that he could take advantage of of his relationship with Michelle and this would be easy and Tanisha was going to help him because, you know, hey, I've done this before, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. But my thing is, even with that, like, skipping ahead, you know, just him killing himself and some, you know, all, all of the things that happen surrounding the case, um, you know, like why? Do you do you understand what I'm saying? I like, get it. I know. He, I get what you're you know, saying. It seems extreme. A, yeah, but, it seems extreme to go to that. But, it's, that, but like he didn't. He like you know what I mean. Like I think that the problem sometimes is like you know you think about these things using your rational mind, and these people are not rational people. You know what I mean? Who knows why he did what he did? Some people maybe just like I'm not going back to jail. Whatever it was, maybe he had done something else. Um, and the thing about it is that by the time he went on the run from the cops, Nichelle was already missing and was likely already dead. And that's why he was going on the run. Because at that point, he would have been going to jail for murder. It wasn't going to just be the credit card. Well, that's, well, that's true. You know what I mean? Okay. So um, at that point, it had escalated past the point where that's this true. was just about so, you stealing some money. So we can pretty much assume maybe exactly. that. And know, just like— Just an assumption. And we've had this theme before, just like we said— what is it? The love of money is the root of all evil. And $3,900 doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that $3,900 seems like a lot of money. And they would do, you know, it, they would do anything to do that and then not go to jail for it. People kill people over less money. People rob people over $20 and shoot them. No, you know what I mean? True. So there, And I'm not that, acting like I got money. I'm yeah, no, 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 no. I, I know what you're saying, but it seems like such a small amount of money to go to. The, yeah. You're not talking about 10000 You know, Not even 10000 You're not even talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or you're talking about such really compared to someone, a human life, a very insignificant amount of money. The fact that you would be willing to kill her for $3,900 that you stole. Yeah, it's it's... It's sick, you know what I mean. But that's that's how these people are. That's that that's the kind of people that they are. And and so, as shocking as it is, it's not really that surprising. You know what I mean? Okay, uh, give me something else that you got interesting. About so this case. you you kind of already touched on it, and that was the fact that Antoine killed himself. Now, innocent people don't tend to run from the cops and then shoot themselves and 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 when you know when they're being trying to be questioned about a crime that they didn't commit. So no, I'm going to have to be judged by 12. Yeah, it's it's you know, we we can't say because obviously Antoine died before he could go on trial or be arrested or be charged with this murder. But the his actions show that he looks very, very guilty in this situation. Before we found out anything else, just that, like, you know, when people were like, well, he went and killed himself. Well, that's because he 
he killed Michelle. Because why would you run from the cops and, and then kill yourself? If you had nothing to do with her murder, if there was nothing... At that point, they didn't even know she was dead. If you had no idea what was going on, there's there was no reason to behave the way you behaved. If this was just about... Let's say he stole the money but wasn't responsible for killing her. Then yeah, then that doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that's that's my yeah. point. Yeah, if, yeah, if you that was my point. If you didn't kill her, okay, then why are you going through all of this over a thirty nine hundred dollar theft? Even if you got jail time, you wasn't gonna spend the rest of your life in yeah, jail. He wasn't it. doing Fed time. Yeah, he wasn't doing. Yeah, exactly. So you know him, him killing himself. Although it left open a lot of. It left a lot of questions unanswered because he was someone who held a lot of these answers. It also answered some questions because it's like, it's not really a mystery about who did this. It's just that the police, you know, their main suspect killed themselves. You know what I mean? And so that's why all of these years later, no one has been arrested. No, No one has been charged, yeah. even though they have all of that, I guess, you know, I don't even know if that's considered circumstantial evidence because they actually have, like, DNA and stuff like that. But even with all of that, um, Antoine killing himself has, you know, it it, it changed the, the course of this, of this case. And, yeah, so it, it, it has to be included it has to be a part of the you know the big parts of this case because without it it's it's a different case you know so okay um moving on uh do you have anything else interesting there's a lot of parts about this case that's interesting yeah but this, so, this is your part so so um tanisha you know she's the she's the other part of this case that is interesting um she was dating Antoine. Now, according to the court record, she met Antoine in January of that year. So she hadn't even known him that long. Neither one of these women really knew him that long. And however, she got caught up in this situation with stealing money from Nichelle. You know, we know that it was Antoine who brought brought it to her. How much she knew about Nichelle, his relationship with Nichelle, who knows? But Tanisha obviously knew more than what she was telling the police. And that is obvious based on the evidence that was found inside her home, inside her car, the text messages that that prosecut- the prosecutors were able to find between her and Antoine in the days um, after Michelle goes missing. Everything from you know, wear bags on your feet when you go down to the basement to, you know, don't touch things in your trunk to her Googling things about can blood be found with UV light. And it's just like, it's all of these things. And then ultimately, Tanisha is charged with tampering with evidence and um, abuse abuse of a corpse because of that evidence. And initially... She's going to go to trial, but then she ends up pleading guilty to two of the offenses. Not one of them the, the judge ends up finding her guilty on. But she she pleads guilty. And then she apologizes to the family about her 
part in this. And so, you know, so we're not speculating that Tanisha knew more than what she said. We we know that she knows more than she said because she pled guilty to abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there, there are... There are definitely things about what she knew and saw that she just didn't reveal, didn't, wouldn't say. And there are a lot of questions about why the charges weren't more severe. I mean, with all of the, all of the evidence that they had, how were they not able to charge her with, with the murder? You know what I mean? Um accessory to the murder at at the at the least you know what i mean um because you're you're we know that the woman we know that Nichelle was murdered we we know that that's not question it's not even like this is a situation where um the body hasn't been found or the cause of death can't be determined you know sometimes the body is too decomposed by the time they find it, and they can't determine the cause of death. If it was a strangulation or asphyxiation or something like that, but in this case, she was shot in the head, and when they found her, they were able to, through autopsy, determine that. So, why were there no accessory charges? Why hasn't there, you know? So, Tanisha is the is a frustrating part of this story because you know that there has to be more to this. She has to know something. And even, we know what happened to Nichelle. We know that she was murdered. Um, we know that more likely than not, um, that Antoine was the person who did this, allegedly. Um, but Tanisha knows something and she you know she said that she didn't and that if she did know what happened to Zayden that she would tell her you know tell the family but it's just so hard to believe that she don't know nothing it's so hard to believe that she had all of this information that she was this closely connected to this crime to this situation for her to not know anything that part um yeah, it bothers it bothers me. And I know it bothers people who listen to this episode because it that doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Like, you don't you you don't know? Okay. Okay, cool. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, from what I saw in the in the in the comments, um people were kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. What you just said. Like, you know, and and, and of course, you know, afterthoughts is just for us to View our thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's, it's unlike you know the, the concrete facts that are in the episodes. This is these are just thoughts and opinions around the case, and some of your thoughts and opinions. Um, but uh, like you said, uh, it's just weird that they had all of that and it didn't go anywhere else. Yeah, you know? all of that and a guilty plea, yeah, and we're not able to get more out of this. You yeah. know. Um, it, it, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Um, you know, Tanisha has not been charged with a murder. She has not nope. been charged with accessory. She has maintained her innocence. Um, but she did plead guilty to these three crimes. You know what I mean? I mean, to these two crimes and was found guilty by a judge on the third one related, directly related to Nichelle's murder. And so that can't be ignored. It, that's not an everyday occurrence. There's not a whole bunch of people out here that's pled guilty 
uh, to to things that involved abuse of a corpse and and tampering with evidence and somebody ended up dead and in the woods. That's that that's not it's not an everyday thing. Yeah. So there is something going on, and I think that from as far as I could tell, police. Um, I, you know, are were at the, you know, as far as I could tell from the articles that I found, um, they were still pursuing this, you know, this this case was still being pursued. They were still looking for information. They were still looking for those missing pieces, um, particularly because of the fact that Zayden is missing. That's that's the that's the part, and whether or not um, Zayden is alive or not, his family wants to find him. That's the, that's the key to this. That's the key to um, them getting some type of closure to this situation. Yeah. It's, it's obviously not the outcome that they want. They would love to be able to find Zayden alive and well. I think that after all of these years, they've, you know— come to grips with the fact that they that may or may not happen. We we always keep that hope alive. You never know. Like they just found um some some girl that had been missing that was featured on it was Unsolved Mysteries, Unsolved Mysteries and she had been missing since she was I don't know like I don't know a little girl, maybe 4 or 5. I, don't, I might be getting that wrong. But anyway, um, but her, she was featured on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, and then some woman, like, a week ago saw her at, like, a restaurant and called police, and it ended up being, like, this missing little girl. been missing for, like, all— so, so Yeah, that's—I've I've seen— Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. Crime, yeah. So, yeah. And, and you know, it, it's—I it's, it's, say that to say that it's not impossible. It's not impossible. Um, and so— because of that, I, I believe that this is still a, an open and active investigation and that police are um, still looking for leads and looking for information that could lead them to what ultimately happened to Zayden. Because if there are people other than Antoine, even other than Tanisha, who are were involved in this um, crime and the disappearance— they want to know so that, you know, everyone involved can be held accountable and be brought to justice. So, um, yeah, so that's just, yeah, that's that's it for me on that. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so let's go to um, some questions mm-hmm. involving the case. Uh, let's stay with um, the... Uh, let's stay with uh, Zayden. Yes. And the fact that uh, he might still be around. Yeah. Um, and this comment comes from Spotify, and it says, although we feel she knew more than what she was saying, we're talking about Tanisha in this case. Yes. Although we feel she knew more than what she was saying, they didn't have any other evidence mm-hmm. to indict her of murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I guess this is something that this person is just gathering from yeah. the facts of the case, uh, which it's is, true. you know, kind of what we said. Yeah. Um, but then she goes on to say, I don't believe the child was murdered. Mm. I think someone else is raising him. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. So the first part is 100% true. They have not had enough evidence to indict her for murder, which— it's interesting. We we don't know why. We don't know exactly what the investigators found, haven't found, are still looking for. 
I think that it was interesting because what I was able to find was the the senten- sentencing memorandum from when um, Tanisha was sentenced for um, the when she pled guilty to the to the crime, um, and the prosecution was laying out a lot of evidence, a lot of concrete evidence. Even the circumstantial evidence was damning, the text messages, the timing, what they were saying. Um, So the fact that they haven't been able to find whatever evidence it is that they're looking for and able to prove who is connected to this murder is very interesting. And I I don't know why that is, but that's definitely... Um, it's, it's just true. Like that's just what it is. As as you know, as you listen to this episode, if you listen, as you listened to this episode, that I I know, I know that was people's you know number one thought. Like how could this not, you know, how could she not? How could this not be? How could they not have enough evidence? Um, but they didn't, and and that's why we are where we are today. And so the second part of the the question about. Um, her not believing that Zayden was murdered. Like I said, that 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 the possibility that he is still alive and out there is is it's a big possibility. There's there's nothing impossible, and I think that the police, like I said, have determined that he was likely killed in that basement with his mother. But we don't they don't know, and um, you know it, it's possible that he was being raised by someone else. I think that the thing that was, you know, when I was thinking about this episode and thinking about how much that could be a possibility, the only thing to me that always, that not always, but that kind of stood out as, as like a, that, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It just kind of stood out to me about whether or not he may or may not be alive was the fact that he was four. And had he been younger, it, the possibility that he wouldn't remember his mom or his family is is more likely. But at four years old, how long would it have taken him to forget about who he, you know, who his mom really was, what his name really was? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the sad part to me that makes it kind of like, as you're thinking about, well, could he be alive? Could he? But how, how would they have convinced a four-year-old that— you know, he was never going to see his mommy again and that his name wasn't Zayden anymore. And 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 like I said, it's not impossible. They could have moved him to a whole different place and, you know, just waited till he forgot or, you know, made up made up a lie that, you know, at, you know, it's not that at four years old he wouldn't have been gullible. You know what I mean? You could have told a four-year-old anything, you know. But um, would that have been a risk that they would have taken just to— Take the little boy, you know. If the if the if the only motivation of this crime was to get rid of Nichelle because they had stolen her money, what would the motivation be to then, um, I don't know, take the child and and put him with another family? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those situations usually happen when the child is the target of the situation. This situation. Yeah. Like they're after the child. Uh, from what we know about this case. Zayden doesn't, it doesn't seem like that was the situation, that this was very much connected to the stolen money and 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 the crime and the cover-up of that crime. So 
Yeah. Okay. Another question that uh, I saw I saw the question a few times on Instagram. I'm gonna go to Instagram. Um, is about the anonymous tip that came in. Mm. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess people want to know: Did they have? Did they ever come up with a name or a person that was? Did That's you see anything about you know the person that gave gave the anonymous tip? Said that it was a girl. Mm-hmm. Um. The, the the child was a female. Of course, yeah. they were wrong. The child was a a male. Mm-hmm. But did you see anything about that? No. So that was that was uh, another really very big part of the case. I'm glad you that people were asking that question about the anonymous caller. So, as far as I know, the police never publicly revealed who the anonymous caller was. Now they could know, and they're not revealing it because of the investigation, but. We don't know who that was. But the interesting thing about the anonymous caller to me was that we had the first anonymous caller, right? They called to say that a, a, a woman and her child was likely murdered. And like you said, they they got it wrong and said that it was a female child. It was actually, you know, so the police didn't connect the dots. But then you had the, a second caller who says that they were friends with Antoine and they are able to point police to where Nichelle's body is found. Now, that person you would think would have even more information, even than the first caller. Because the first caller got, you know, if the first caller was indeed, and police believe that it was, was indeed calling to report what happened to Nichelle and Zayden, they got the they got the child's gender wrong. They called, they said he was male and he was, I mean, they said it was female and he was yeah. male. But the second caller, the second person who calls and and says that police need to search behind this abandoned apartment building, they were actually right. And they lead police right to Nichelle's body. So, you know, reporting identified them as a friend of Antoine. Now, how they would have known that, I don't know if the caller would have been like, well, I'm one of Antoine's friends and, you know, you should go look behind the, the abandoned apartment building. If so, were they able to figure out who that person was and then question that person about what else they knew. Because if they knew that um, Nichelle was back there, did they know that also that Zayden was back there and that they that's, that maybe his body was washed away by the, by the river or, you know, or something like that? But we don't know. So that's a, I, I, would, I would suspect that's a really critical part of the story, that if they haven't, uh, the, well, the case, that if they haven't identified who either of those callers were, I would think that that would be something that they would need to do if they haven't already. And like I said, they might have. That That to me would be information that they definitely probably would not release to the public. They would not tell us who the identity of those call unless they felt like they were maybe connected to the crime. And even then, that's something that they might hold close to the vest, as they say, because of the ongoing investigation. So I wouldn't, I'm not surprised that I couldn't find that out. Okay, so sticking with questions, mm-hmm. um, this is a question um, that I actually have. It's funny that it was 2014, and they were obviously using her, you know, information, using mm-hmm. her cards in different stores. Um, did they ever report, you know, maybe of any video um, that they had of... Um, either Antoine or Tanisha in the stores, you know, them together using, you know, her stolen credit card, debit card. Um, Cause I mean, it was 2014. Every, every, yeah. every, every store 
every, I mean, especially if it was like a Walmart and stuff like that, they have. Yeah. So, so yeah. So they did. There was um, surveillance footage of, at least of Tanisha. I don't know if there was ever any surveillance footage of Antoine. And um, that, that's kind of how they were able to connect Tanisha to this case. Uh, and I mentioned it in the episode. There was this, there was, and I don't know where, what the, what the, I believe it was from Walmart that they found the, the surveillance footage. Okay. Um, but there was never any footage of Antoine, which I think is interesting because it kind of makes you, you know, the, the impression I get of Antoine, not to speak ill of the dead, but that he just was not the best type of guy. And so it's not far-fetched that he gave Tanisha this card and let her go ahead and get herself in trouble, you know what yeah. I mean? So that he could stay as far away from it as possible. So the fact that he's not on their surveillance footage is not that shocking because of the circumstances. But they were able to, I believe, catch her at least one of the Walmarts that she was going to. Because what they were doing, apparently, one of the things they were doing, like I said, they were uh, making purchases at Walmart and then getting cash back. So that's how they were, you know, draining the account even faster, undetected. So they go buy, make a couple purchases at Walmart and then go get $100 cash back and then go to another Walmart and do the same thing. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. So there was was that surveillance. And that's, that. like I said, that's how they were kind of able to connect her to Antoine, to Tanisha. So, I mean, to Nichelle, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I must have missed that. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean— it was, I must have missed that part of the Yeah, story, and so. like I said, there was, you know, I did, I, I did mention it, um, but— That's why we have these conversations. Exactly, and somebody else might have missed it, too. But, um, but yeah, but uh, like you said, but uh, it, there there wasn't any footage of, of Antoine specifically, just Tanisha. Yeah. So. Well, um, thank you for covering this story. I, I saw somebody, um, shout out to, first of all, shout out to Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people listening in Ohio. Um, I'll start off with this comment from Spotify just to end. Somebody said, I dated Zayden's biological father for five years in 2015. Um this is sad. He really doesn't know where his son is. Yeah, that's sad. And um, just a couple other Instagram comments. And, of course, the um, Instagram has just been growing. Um, somebody said, I think of um, Nichelle often. She was a friend of one of my mentees. And just wanted to, you know, thank mm. you for covering the story. And there's a couple other people that, you know, I know and a few other afterthoughts that we did, a lot of people said they either knew the victim or mm-hmm. they knew them from somewhere or they went to school with them. This is kind of like the difference, I would say, between a lot of podcasts and what, you know, this does is kind of just like bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get that on a lot of other mm-hmm. podcasts that covers, you know, some of these stories um, because this is kind of something different where we're, you know, trying to honor these people and, you know, the people that maybe knew them or were close to them or, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, kind of 
you know, maybe knew them for a few years or in passing or something to, you know, something yeah. to that effect. But um, that's what, you know, a lot of the comments that I yeah. saw. So we appreciate everybody that's listening. We appreciate um, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. Um, of course, this story came out of your town. And um, uh, any yeah. last words for you for this week, Shorty? Yeah, so, you know, just like, uh, you know, just to end it, like, we know that Nichelle was was murdered and and the her son is is missing. And you know, that comment about, you know, his father not knowing where he was where he is, um, there wasn't a lot of information about Zayden's biological father. But, you know, there are people out there that loved Zayden, miss him, and want to know what happened to him. And so that's why this was a really important story this week to tell. Um, also, because like I said, no one has been held accountable for Nichelle's murder. There um, are people who know more than than what they have said, and there are people out there that can really bring this case to to an end and and bring closure to Nichelle and Zayden's family. So you know, I you know, as always, I really just appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Um, I know this, like I said, this was a tough one. It's always tough when we um, in, involve children. It always just adds another layer of just sadness to a story. But I appreciate you guys listening. I hope I was able to answer your questions and really kind of talk to some of the things that you guys really felt like were um, important about this week's episode. I'm sorry for it being a little late this week, but it's Friday. So I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. And then I will see you, I'm sorry, you will hear from me back on Monday with a brand new episode of Black Girl Gone. And then, of course, we'll be back on Thursday with a brand new episode of Black Girl Gone Afterthoughts. As always, don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us five stars if you're really enjoying the show. So thank you, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.